Heart 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise for Shona on Hot 1027. It's wonderful to be back with you again this morning. And as we wake up, let us wake up with grateful hearts, giving thanks for the gift of life, the gift of breath, the gift of our beautiful country with so many amazing people. I feel very blessed because I'm surrounded by good people who really care about others and are loving and kind. And after all, we serve a mighty God. This morning, I'm going to be looking at anointing. And later at St. Mark, I will be presiding over a service, a healing service. But before I go into that, I just want to share a few testimonies of healing. Last week, we had our spring day service in the garden, and it was wonderful to see the generosity of our community as they brought both food for the hungry and plants for the garden. But one of the things for me that was the best part about that service was a lady came to me afterwards to introduce herself, and she's going to be sharing her testimony this Sunday at St. Mark. She told me her name, and as soon as she said it, I knew that she was the one that we'd been praying for. She'd been in a coma as she fought for her life for two weeks on a ventilator because of COVID, and there she was, well on her way to healing. I'm also, and many of you may follow the progress of this baby, a friend of the granny of Mackenzie. And we've seen that progress on the media and in Facebook, and the granny said I could share it. Four months ago, she was only four months old at the time, she was given a terrible diagnosis of leukemia, and in spite of several several setbacks and having to have a lung op, against all odds, by the grace and the power of God, and God working through the medical staff, she's actually at home and thriving, and they're all delighted. And when you look at those videos and photographs of her, there she is, this beautiful baby, smiling at the world. She still has a long road to go, so we still need to pray for her, but it is truly a miracle that she's been able to go home. And I've also shared before about the healing of another friend of mine, a close friend who was on a ventilator twice because of COVID. And he is alive and sharing his testimony of God's healing touch, especially while he was on that ventilator. So right now today, as I move from here into a healing service, I'm deeply aware of the healing power of God. And one aspect of healing is anointing. I'm sure that all of you are aware of the scripture from James, James chapter 5, verse 14. Is there anyone among you who is ill? They should call the church elders, and they must pray over the person and anoint them with oil in the Lord's name. And verse 15, and the faith will heal and restore, and the person will receive forgiveness if they need it. It's wonderful to be with you. I'm Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. As I've said, I'm looking at anointing, and we have looked at healing in James chapter 5. And I want to go back a bit, a few thousand years, to anointing in the Old Testament. And it's not just anointing with oil, but also anointing with the Spirit of God. And I think we need to realize that God anoints individuals, gifts, and communities, not just one or two people. So looking at the Old Testament, we know from Genesis, Genesis chapter 1 verse 2, that the Spirit of the Lord was moving over the waters before the earth was formed, which means that before the world came into being, there was God, and once the world passes, there will still be God. So as we move forward in the Old Testament, we see God anointed certain people for certain tasks at certain times. One of the things that always strikes me is that he anointed the priests, the prophets, and the kings, and he anointed their gifts. Now, before I look at the few individuals in the Old Testament, I need to mention that it appears to us that before Jesus, God only anointed 
very certain people in positions of power at specific times for specific tasks, not the whole community, whereas we know that all of us can be anointed and filled with the Spirit. But a few years ago, a theologian challenged me to see it slightly differently, and I want to share that today because it gave me something to think about. He said that our modern concept of individuality did not exist in those days. They had an Ubuntu understanding of community, so I am because you are. Therefore, if one member is anointed, the whole community is anointed. And I just think that's something to think about, perhaps to relook at what it means for us to be a Christian community. So who are some of the well-known characters in the Old Testament? First of all, Moses is one. God anointed Moses to lead the people out of slavery in Egypt. And we all know it was certainly not an easy task. Moses had to convince Pharaoh to let them go, and he had to convince the people to overcome their fear and to follow God. And it was only through the power of God that he could do that. We also see anointing of persons in consecration. In Leviticus 8, verse 30, we're told that Moses um, took the anointing oil and some of the blood off the altar and he anointed Aaron and Aaron's sons. And he used that anointing to consecrate them to service and leadership. 1 Kings 19, verse 16 as well. Elijah the prophet is sent to anoint um, a king and a prophet, Elisha. 1 Samuel 10, 1, Samuel anoints Saul with oil to be king. 1 Samuel 16, 13, Samuel anoints David to be king. 1 Kings 1, and I think it's verse 30, Sadok the priest anoints Solomon. So these are just a few examples of anointing for consecration. We also have examples of anointing the body. Ruth, in chapter 3, verse 3, Naomi tells Ruth to anoint her body. Psalm 92, verse 10, I've been anointed with fresh oil. And there is anointing for sacred use. In Exodus 29, 30 and 40, we see Moses being told by God to anoint the altar, all the utensils that are used on the altar, to anoint um, the sacrifice that's been offered, in fact, to anoint the tent of the meeting as well. So Moses is called by God to anoint all of these things with the holy oil. We can also be anointed with the oil of joy and gladness. From the Old Testament, Psalm 45, verse 7, God has anointed you with the oil of joy. And in Hebrews 1, we read, God has anointed you with the oil of gladness. And I think at the moment we all need that joy and gladness. So anointing was also used to prepare people for burial. We all know that. And what I'm hoping is that by now you've realized that the Bible is full of anointing in various forms, with the Spirit of God, but also with the physical anointing of holy oil. I feel it's very important not to lose this. And in fact, for us to remember the significance of anointing with all we use to come before God, to ask for healing, to ask for leadership, everything we use to worship God should be anointed. Heart 1027 Breathe on Hot 1027. Good morning. It's wonderful to be with you. You are listening to Sunrise with Shona, and I've been looking at anointing and healing in the Old Testament and also some testimonies of healing. I want to move now into the New Testament and look at Luke chapter 4, verse 17. Jesus is handed the book of the prophet Isaiah, and he reads the following. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor, to announce the release of captives, recovery of sight to the blind, deliver those who are oppressed, and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he said, Jesus said this, this scripture has been fulfilled today in your presence. And of course that caused all sorts of problems. But in other words, Jesus was saying, I am the Messiah you have been waiting for. Now I just want to focus at this particular time on what Jesus said he was anointed for and 
what that means for us, um, Jesus says he's the fulfillment of that prophecy from all those years before. So, of course, we're all anointed by the Holy Spirit and our gifts are all anointed and we all have at least one gift and we need to be bold in using our gift, especially at this time. So in spite of the times we are living in, some of us need to preach the good news. We need to be out there preaching the good news. And as St. Francis said, we only need to use words if we have to. In other words, all of us can live lives that show the glory of God in the way we're living. We're anointed to preach through the service of our lives. Some of us are going to be called and have the ministry of releasing people who held captive. And I think particularly spiritually. So there are different ministries within that, but we are called to set people free through our prayers, through our example. Some of us are called to open the eyes of the blind. And again, this is just not physically for me. We're called to wake people up, to see where they are. And I've found that all of us need that from time to time. I love the fact that God sends people into my life to reveal to me my own prejudices, my own blind spots, where I need to change. And that for me is why community is so important. We can't actually be Christians on our own. And of course, we're called to deliver those who are oppressed. So those are just some examples of what we're called to do. And we are all anointed. And please remember, all of us have at least one gift. Now I want to look at the anointing of communities. Our bishop often says each church has an angel. And what is the angel of your church when he comes to meetings? I feel that, and maybe I am misinterpreting him, but I feel that what he's asking is, what is the calling of your community? What is your community anointed by God to do? And I found that each community seems to have a different calling the purpose of that community. So all have to share God's love and God's word, but we have different callings. So at the place where I'm now presiding, I would say that the call is probably healing. It seems to be a well of healing. The previous parish where I was, the major call was acts of mercy. Now, obviously, all parishes and all communities should have all the gifts, but I found that there is one main thrust, if you like, one angel, in the bishop's words, of that community. And maybe you need to look at yours and ask God, what is it that God is calling your particular community to do? I mean, part of community for me, as I said, is so important for our own growth and life, and our gifts are definitely multiplied exponentially. So today, as we wrap up this morning, I want you to consider three things. Acknowledge that God anoints all of us with the Holy Spirit. Consider what gifts you have and offer them anew to God and ask for God's anointing upon them. And thirdly, look at your community. What is the anointing of that community? And how is God asking you to serve in that community? Coming up now on Hot 1027, I let the Son of God enfold you and 10,000 reasons. Thank you so much for listening. May God protect, bless and anoint you. Have a great week. Hot, Hot 1027.